0: Hello and welcome to the Lubber's Hole. You're listening to a podcast about the books of Patrick O'Brien. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's just say a quick hello. I'm Ian. And I'm Mike. And Mike, what what are we doing here exactly? Well, Ian, back in
1: 2019, we both started rereading Master and Commander, the first novel in this book series that means so much to both of us, the Jack Aubrey, Stephen Matron novels of Patrick O'Brien. So... Ian, maybe you could give us a super abridged description of Master and Commander as you pick it up for the first time. What what kind of book is it?
0: Well, Mike, superficially, it looks like a book set in the kind of historical naval era of the Napoleonic Wars. Um, deep down, though, it's a novel about two characters, especially about... Captain Jack Aubrey and about his new friend Stephen Maturin it's set in the Mediterranean and it's going to take us to all kinds of places um, we're going to have adventure and we're going to have some action and we're going to have some intrigue ashore as well. Nice,
1: well let's get another super summary
0: why Why is a guy like you
1: picking this book up again maybe five words, what would you say
0: <sighs> okay, five words maximum uh, I think it's character friendship history, sloths, and toasted cheese. I think we've got to take care of those.
1: Yeah. Well done. Oh, right. And, and that takes us into this book and maybe even a little further. I love it. Yeah. So, Ian, what have other people said about these books? And, and this time maybe in a little more than five words.
0: Well Mike if you go back and look at the reviews of the O'Brien Canon there's some really really weighty recommendations here Mary Renault who herself was a really great historical novelist said Mr O'Brien does not just have the chief qualifications of a first class historical novelist he has them all that's that's some pretty high praise
1: It really is and so you know we go from this great historical novelist Mary Renault uh, you know, one of mine is Joe Hill, author and son of Stephen King. So let's go to another side of the literary world. And Joe Hill says, every Aubrey Matron book is packed to absolute straining with erudition, wit,
0: history, and thunderous action. Hmm. That's a pretty good recommendation. I'm, I'm liking the sound of this already. Maybe we should continue the project. Um I look again for more reviews and Kevin Myers, writing in the Irish Times, writes, you are in for the treat of your lives. Thank God for Patrick O'Brien. His genius illuminates the literature of the English language and lightens the lives of those who read him. And I think as two readers, Mike, we would both say amen to that. Now, Patrick O'Brien himself was a famously secretive fairly reserved kind of a guy, but there are moments in his career when he did put pen to paper and say a little bit about how he saw the books and and where they came from. Tell us a bit about what O'Brien himself wrote.
1: Well, there's a piece in the text itself where Stephen Matron is saying, for a philosopher, a student of human nature, what could be better? He's thinking about, you know, Jack's offered to come on the ships with him. He says the subjects of his inquiry shut up together, unable to escape his gaze, their passions heightened by the dangers of war, the hazards of their calling, their isolation from women, and their curious but uniform diet. And, you know, he bows at Jack and he says, It is true that for some time past, I've taken more interest in the the cryptogams than in my fellow men. But even so, a ship must be a
0: most instructive theater for an inquiring mind. That's absolutely what draws us in, isn't it? We've also got a quote from something O'Brien said, not in his own text, but when he was addressing a meeting. He was on a trip to the US back in 1993 to promote the novels, and he, addressing one particular group, said, apparently with a big smile on his face, "'On a ship, everything is enclosed. "'The people are right on top of each other, "'and you can't get up and walk away.'" He goes on and says, "'The function of the novel is the exploration "'of the human condition.'" Really, that's what it's all about. The ship is like a hothouse. You raise the temperature, especially in war, and everything grows faster. And Mike, that, that's where O'Brien is getting all of the energy and the richness from his writing from. It's a tale set in a world that he knows, and we think a world that he loves the Regency era, the French Revolution, and Napoleon. And just like his other great role model and favorite author, Jane Austen, he's writing about the human condition. So Mike, with all of that, plus the fact that you and I, over the last couple of years, had a little bit of time on our hands, plus the fact that there are 19 or 20 books that come after Master and Commander, we thought that it might be nice to do something to highlight and intensify our own rereading of the books and share it all with you in these podcast episodes. So, remind us all Mike what what are we trying to do with this podcast exactly?
1: Well, one of the things we want to do is share our enjoyment as we read through this series we're you know we're starting with Master and Commander. We've come back now to Master and Commander, and who knows maybe we'll make it all the way to blue at the mizzen, say twenty books further on, and maybe even to the unfinished twenty first novel
0: that's right, and we'll dig into what makes these stories so enjoyable. We'll start with our own personal take, and we'll maybe explore what others, including our listeners, have liked about them too. And of course, we'll relish some of the best bits and maybe scratch our heads together, you and me, Mike, and also with the listeners, over the parts that puzzled us a little bit, or maybe we liked a little bit less.
1: Yeah. And we'll look for moments that are new, or at least new to us, that we can discover as we reread the series, shedding some new light on the characters and some of the fascinating references and hidden details that O'Brien plants here. And
0: given the relatively limited knowledge of the universe that you and I have, Mike, we might need some special help so we're going to turn to guests from time to time who will help us dig into those details, listen for what's going on behind the stories. We're going to have guests from the worlds of history, from reenactment, from literature, from music, science, philosophy, and even intelligence gathering to help us along our way.
1: We hope you'll enjoy the reading, the digging, the head-scratching, the relishing, and the discovery along with us. In each podcast episode, we'll take a chunk of a book and chat about the story as it unfolds. And see where the conversations take us, you know, beginning with the first book, the one that started it all, Master and Commander.
0: Now, if you're listening to this teaser and you're looking forward to hearing about that book in particular, you now have two options. You can head straight to episode one and hear our original take on Master and Commander and going right through the book. Mike, that just took us two episodes. Now, at that time, all those months ago, we didn't know that you shouldn't rush a good thing, right? Right. Right. And from that point, you can head on right through the canon through the remaining episodes and take through each book in sequence. Or if you're a fan of Master and Commander, the novel, you can skip right ahead to episode 57, where we start our reread of Master and Commander in much more depth at our more leisurely pace of around about one chapter per episode.
1: And and while we're talking about Master and Commander and skipping ahead, you might also want to skip to episode seven to hear what happened when we ask a friend of ours, a Patrick O'Brien newbie, to read the book for the first time and give us his thoughts.
0: That's right. And if you're interested in the Peter Weir movie, Master and Commander Far Side of the World, as we certainly are, check out episode 20, where we interview historical consultant Gordon Lacco about his experience making that movie. And also check out episodes 71 and 72, where we had a great time joining an in depth review of the movie hosted by our friends Steve Morris and John Rucker over at the excellent Cinephiles podcast.
1: And we'd love for you to join our online conversation as well. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com, Hole, and on Twitter as at Whole Lubbers. And if you get to the point where you'd like more great Patrick O'Brien content and the chance to support the long-term development of the show, you can join our awesome band of Patreon supporters at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Oh,
0: marvelous. But Mike, this is all in the future. We hope that everybody's going to join us, uh, start the journey as we discover what it was about O'Brien's writing and about the readership's response to it that took him to such great commercial success and such heights of critical acclaim on both sides of the Atlantic and what it was that caused these two guys to start a podcast over 50 years later. What do you say then, Mike, to a chapter or two of Patrick O'Brien?
1: With all my heart. <laughs>